Before we get started, if you love what we're doing on the Church Sound Podcast, do me a favor. Hit that subscribe button. Review us on Apple Podcasts or whatever platform you listen on. Check out our YouTube channel. And if you want more information, go to our website, www.churchsoundpodcast.com. See you in the matrix. Welcome to the Church Sound Podcast, where kingdom culture, real life, and technology intersect. I'm your host, Prentice Thompson, along with the pastor, Caleb Winley. We're here to help you get through Sunday. Did you hear the pastor? What about your live streams, social media? We provide solid solutions for all of your multimedia needs. Let's learn something today. Let's go. Yes. Yes. Welcome to another edition of the Church Sound Podcast. I'm your humble host, Mr. Prentice Thompson. This is episode number 108. Now, if you tuned in last week, I'm pretty sure you held, you heard the elder, Passa Brown. We don't say pastor. It's P A S S A. Passa Brown. That's how that and and that and that's how and that's how we pronounce it. And he he accepts it. Uh, so he he's a trip. And I want to thank him for filling in. Yes, he was very very true. Um, I caught another bout of COVID. This is my second round. Uh. And I'm going to talk about this maybe in another episode, the details of it. But um, I'm okay now, obviously. Doing a lot better and um, able to record a show at least, right? And what I want you to do, like, subscribe, subscribe, review, and um, join the nation. Join the Church Sound Podcast Nation. Um, What we try to do is bring you kingdom culture, real life, and technology all into one package. Um, what what we've realized is that, yeah, we have technology, but there's people using the technology, right? So you need information to use the technology, but then there's the human aspect of it, and then it's the relational aspect of things as well. So having a holistic approach to AVL ministry is what we aim to do and what we've been doing for the last three years. I've, you know, this is crazy. We've been doing this for for three years um we're in the middle of relaunching um the podcast with season three which is coming up very very soon and so what we're doing i'm i'm on a a recap show but i'm only the last three weeks we're only going to delve in with volunteers and last week we, we talked about um when to let go of a volunteer and this week we're going to talk about the importance of the volunteer because the helps ministry is probably is the most important ministry because churches that that can't afford to have staffing you know full-time staff you have to cultivate a base of people train them and sometimes um, nurture, and I can't say sometimes, <laughs> nurture, develop, um, build rapport. Um, they're the backbone of, of your ministry, your parking ministry, your, 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 your greeters, your ushers, you know, your, 
the choir and musicians, you know, some, some churches have full pay staff, others, others don't. And the backbone of the ministry is the helps ministry. And part of the helps ministry is a V ministry, depending on the size of your church. Now, um, I actually work at a church and we have staff and volunteers and that's always a, a good, healthy balance um, because you need help and it is so and so, so important. So there was an episode we did back maybe, I want to say maybe 18, 19 months ago and we talked about the importance of the volunteer. So here, take a listen. So let's get ready for Sunday school. And a good man on the mic is a good pastor has the, has, the, has the robe today. No, it's on me. It's on me. It's on me. And I am very, very, very excited to even share this story with you guys. So before we get into the story, I want to give you my three points. My first point, first point is look to the left and look to the right. Because you don't know where it's coming from. Look to the left, look to the right, because you don't know where it's coming from. The other left or the other right? Yeah. Whichever right, left is all oh, your I just want to check. body. <laughs> my second point is house rules. House rules. House rules. You know, like in, uh, when you go to Las Vegas, the house. The house is win. Okay, gotcha. The house rocks. You know what I'm saying? You, you can't come away from that. If anything we're supposed to respect is the house rules. Okay. Gotcha. And gotcha. my gotcha. third point, my third point is Sprite or Pepsi? Sprite or Pepsi? Sprite? Neither. So I'm going to skip Pepsi. that one. Okay. <laughs> um, left or right? Because you that's don't know where it's coming. Right. So we, I, right. we, we ain't dealing with we ain't dealing with the with the with the 16, 16 grams of, of, of sugar in a, in a can. So we're not I doing knew, that. I knew that was gonna throw you off. We're not gonna do that. <laughs> it's like I'm not doing. I'm that. Not even gonna adhere to that. Um, <laughs> and so I'm gonna go with house rules because that seems house a little more safe and little, little, little health conscious. Health conscious. Yes, 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 yes. As well as yeah, you don't move the duck. So. We, I'm gonna have, we're gonna talk about. Uh, I can't mention any names, and I can't mention any spaces or or places because the person that this is a this is about two different people. But this per the, way, the the person this is about always listens to the podcast. Always. You think, and so, do you think this person will recognize us about them? I think <laughs> she or he may. Okay, so you think they may they they may recognize us? So the names that we changed it to protect the guilty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, being part of, let me see, going to my second church ever being part of, I've only been a part of five churches in my whole life. Okay, being so that part breaks of, it down. Huh? Okay, then huh? continue. <laughs> I was say, so being, being, this is my, this being my second church I was part of, and um, it was a small church. So in this small church, we kind of did everything. We kind of, you know, I was deacon and praise and worship leader. And, you know, it, it, when they, when they small, you got to do a lot. You got to carry a lot of hats, you know? And then it was uh, another brother that was there. He was doing 
like he did sound and then then he was doing this and he was doing that and it, it was it was all over it was just we were just all over the place and so this one particular time we had a guest speaker come and so how we would do praise and worship was that you know like pretty much I would go up and I would sing and then um you say sing yeah bro I, I used to do, I used to do I, I sing nobody knows that a few, a few people in our current ministry know that but yeah, 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 yeah. I just don't do it here. I, I used to be part of a group and all that. But anyway, I digress. So digress. I'm up there doing praise and worship, and here comes the speaker because now we've come to the end. Now, unfortunately, this person just gone, no. And I don't even care if he knows, he's probably going to laugh. So, <laughs> so my lovely brother would do praise and worship so a little it's a, So it's a, it's a brother? Oh, okay. It's a brother. I got just said, I'm, I'm just going to put it out there. I'll, I'll take the hit. I'll take the hit. And so, because it's it's so it's so funny. So he would, he would stomp on the floor, right, to get the bass sound, because we had no band. He had the keyboard. So he would be stomping on the floor and playing the tambourine at the same time, but like he wasn't just like, you know, like grandma. He was, I mean, he's doing hip hop beats and all kinds of stuff with this tambourine. He's killing it. And I, I would blow, it would blow my mind. I was like, wow, look at this dude. And then he would stop and he'd jump on the keyboards and start playing a little bit. He was, he was like, you ever see those monkeys? That did it. They, they, How you gonna compare him to a monkey? Your comparison is like a monkey in the zoo. I've said this to him. I said, "Bro, you you just like those. You you're know, like a little a little chimpanzee. That's what you're a little monkey. A little chimpanzee. Oh, you give me a great. Oh, so he's beating, and beating, and beating. And like I said, the house rules. We have to be mindful of what's taking place. At this point, the speaker is standing in the pulpit and then looking at everybody like, okay, I'm up here and I'm ready to do a up. And this brother's still banging like the sir. <laughs> now he done turned around. So he don't know what's going on. I'm like tapping him, dude. Come on, come on. Bring it down, bring it down. He just in it. <laughs> banging on the walls. <laughs> he turns around and goes, oh, top of the world. Now, <laughs> the part two. It's like a Richard Pryor joke. I'm not, and those of you who know Richard Pryor <laughs> will know what I'm talking about. I'm talking about Rich. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a part two. Now we move forward. I'm, I'm still talking about house rules. I don't want it to be too short. So we move forward <clears throat> to the fourth church, the fifth church that I, that I was part of. And in this particular church, like I said, house rules, right? So this person is given the opportunity, very powerful person. But if I mentioned the name, I probably would get in a lot of trouble. So they did come for a conference and they was going to minister, but they were told, they were given, they was given time frames. You have 30 minutes to minister, and then you either can take a mess, you can take the offering, but then sit down. And so this person decided, I'm going to actually, actually, let me back, backtrack. They was told, don't take the, 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 the offering. Minister, sit down. Don't take the offering. So this person is ministering their heart out. And this, it, if I told you the name of the individual, you would know that this person really knows how to, they know how to tear a room up. 
And so they going in and they, then they go, okay, so we're going to get to the place where it's now time to take the offering. And so the pastor looks back at media and is like, I know she, I know they did not just say they're going to take, they're going to take. And not only did the person take the offering, you made a special the offering for over an hour and a half. Not so they only did up. they do that, they we turned off their microphone and they oh. still, house always wins. But in this oh situation, my gosh. we stopped their microphone. The pastor literally had to get up and stop the people from bringing their stuff. Because when this person raises the offering, everybody gives it. But the point of the matter is that he was told, don't do this point. Don't take the offering. The house always rules. The rules of the house <clears throat> is what the rules of the house is. And man, that wow. person at the end of the night was wow. the new one. Wow. But it is. Wow. Yeah. So this is Sunday school. Always remember that. Your pastor tell you not to do something or tell you to do something. The house rules. The house the rules. House there you have it. Sunday no school with the good school. The good pastor with the second and fifth church. Oh, <laughs> 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 you should have done with those. I was like, okay, so that's what exactly right. it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, even this spot. I know when I said that, they're gonna know who I'm talking about in the old so if I if if I know you or don't know you, I just want to say <laughs> you made the show. <laughs> very important. You're very you important to the music. You made the show, and your humor and your 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 worth worth. Um, but it all ties in. It all ties in to why we're here and what we're talking about today. It sure does. Is the importance of volunteers. So before we begin, I want to get into. Uh, a couple of definitions. Okay. According to Webster, not mm-hmm. not the old Webster, but the new Webster. Okay. A volunteer is someone who contributes their time, skills, and experience to an organization or group mm-hmm. and gives their time for free. In return, yes. a volunteer may gain work experience, broaden their own skills develop new interests, and become more involved with the community slash church slash organization. And that's normally the, 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 the normal trade-off. Now, inside of volunteers, there are five types. So the, the first type is formal. We call formal volunteer programs, which are like structured mm-hmm. or supervised or Second is governance, which is volunteers in, that work in for the city or for the government right. or in leadership or direction of an organization. A non-formal um, is someone who works in a non-formal volunteer work, meaning like um, just on the corner, just handing out meals or whatever. That's okay. informal. That's right. not connected to an organization. That's something you're doing personally. Or you have something that's more like um, social action centered around a theme or something around things that are going on in the community or into the world to cause awareness. And there's something things are that we call our project based, meaning they're specific to a specific need. Okay. So when we go back, we look at church. All five types. Yeah. Fit the church. 
Yeah, you're right. You're right. All five types fit the church. So, so when we go scriptural, mm-hmm. we look at Corinthians 12, 27, 28, mm-hmm. which is now mm-hmm. you are the body of Christ and each right. of you is a part of it. Right. Isn't right. that interesting? Each of you yeah. is a part of it. That's right. And God has placed in the church, first of all, apostles, second prophets, third teachers, then miracles, mm-hmm. then gifts of healing, of helping, mm-hmm. guidance, and all yeah. different ki- kinds of tongues. Yeah. And I find it really, really interesting where helping was placed. Right. Right. And what I get out of it is this. No matter what position you play, you, are, you, you start somewhere and helps. Exactly. Yeah, you're right. No, you're absolutely right. We're absolutely all grounded. Right. Right. Like, it's not the floor. It's what it is. Exactly. It's a support. Yeah. It's a support service. Yep. Right. Yep. It's a support service, which means it is necessary if, if, if it's mentioned mm-hmm. along with apostles, along with prophets, along with yeah. teachers, along with miracles, gifts of healing. It's needed. It's a part of the it is. ecosystem right. of the body because it says now you are the body of Christ and each of you is a part yeah. of it. Yeah. Yeah. And needed much. It's almost, I love the fact that it's there because it says that um, a help helper or a help ministry or a volunteer is just as important as an apostle. Now, the apostle has a different function, just as the the helper has a different function, but every cog must fit together in order to make the whole process, to make everything work well. And a helping, that helping or that uh, steward ministry, uh, the helps ministry is as an essential part, just as an essential part, the apostle and the prophet hold. It's you can't get around it. You have right. to have it. You have to have right. it. You know? Right. And I find I find it really, you know, so when we when we look at it in its for, as far as its holistic form, mm-hmm. this is not just a single church. This right. is it says the body. <laughs> right. That's right. It's, it's kingdom, not man. right. It's, right. it's it's his kingdom. Yeah. So this is a wider perspective. Now that I think about it, it's a wider perspective. It is a worldwide mm-hmm. perspective. Yeah, it is, bro. It is. It sure is. Which it means in the in the body of Christ, it's really essential and general. Meaning it's not nothing special about it. Mm-hmm. This is what it is. It's like we're breathing in air and, and breathing out carbon dioxide. We, we can't right. see it. Right. We can't right. see it. I mean, nope. I can't see your carbon dioxide. Nope. Nope. And how in the world is it that plants use carbon dioxide and we use oxygen and they emit in, in reverse? Yeah. That's how God is, man. But that lends to this. Right. That's how God is. Now you are the body of Christ, and each of you is a part of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like a cogwheel to keep 
the thing could keep things moving along. So mm-hmm. we when we look at it in the context of the ministry that that we serve in. Right. Um, aside from you, because you're 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 pastor and no. I'm you're, still at home. Because, no, no, no. Because you're 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 a pastor. You work in several gifts of the spirit. Oh gosh. And so, <laughs> so we talk in the context because because I can speak for myself. I'm just a, a mere layman in the ministry. Just someone who trucks along and plays my pop really well. So so <laughs> so what was. In the in the audio visual side of things, the creative right, side right. of things, like we both are, is it's for as a pastor to when your church gets a certain size, mm-hmm. you kind of have to shift a bit, meaning that right. you're going to have to have a mixture, yeah, because. Yeah. The size of your church and the size of the impact that your church is having on the community and all the world, you will now need someone full time. And I give you, I give you a perfect example. When I lived in Virginia, I was the executive director of the First Baptist Church of Hampton. They were located okay. in downtown Hampton. Okay. I was the only only person on staff in the audio ministry. Mm-hmm. Everyone else was volunteers. Was volunteering, right? So it was a bit. Um, I felt a bit of taken aback because they brought me in from the outside. I, I didn't. I didn't attend the church, but they already had. They already had a team there. Mm-hmm. But they reached a point where they needed someone full time to be there during the day, because all mm-hmm. the other people that probably could have been qualified to do it, they had full time jobs. Right, right. So they needed someone to oversee everything, audio, visual, events, be able to document, you know, create spreadsheets, train, all those things. So I came from the outside in um, as staff. Gotcha. Now, when I arrived there as staff, I knew it was going to be some some sort of dissension because... I wasn't part of the family. Right, right. See what I'm saying? It's right, a different right. energy when, yeah. when you're, when you're you walking from the, the job. Right, yeah, right. yeah. It's right. a job. Yeah, so yeah. To me, it's a job, but I'm working at church, but I love the Lord. Right. So I work as unto the Lord. So as my, doing my job, I still have to understand the importance of the volunteers mm-hmm. because they support the ministry that I'm over. Yeah. 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 So I, I, for me, for one, for me, I always made it, made it a point to take care of people to make sure that they were good. Right. Ask questions, anything I can help you with. Right. Um, um, and in the ministry, we had a, we had a senior, he was retired, retired, um, army and, Nicest guy, man. Mm. Mr. Eliezer, if you're listening out there, man, I miss you and I love you. But he understood he was at that church for like almost 30 years. Okay. So me coming in to to him, it was like, it was a relief. Like, oh my God, I ain't got to do everything. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? But at the same time, when I needed to know information about how to maneuver inside this church, because you maneuver differently. Who should you talk yeah. to for this? Who can right, I go right, to right. for this? Right. Um, who should I talk about this? Where, where do I buy this from? Where do you get this from? Like, you know, all those questions, because he, he ran everything before I got there. Okay. okay. It had been stupid of me to oh, go, yeah. I, I'm in control. Y'all do what mm-hmm. I say. Because that wouldn't have flew, because I had not become family. Right. About a year into it, they realized, I think I'm probably sooner, they realized that my heart was really about God in the ministry and not about yeah. me and my job. Right. You weren't because, a high retirement. Right. Because I would be there more than I needed to be there. Right. You know what I mean? It, 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 it got to the point where I would leave and go to work and didn't have to be at work mm. because I knew I had to get something done or whatever. Or I just want to be around people. You know what I mean? Right. And right. it became like a, you know, they became like a second family to me because right. it was a it was a church that was that was full of a lot of great senior saints. And when I say them 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 senior sisters, they looked out for the young brother. Oh, I bet. <laughs> Man, they looked out for me. A lot of them still reach out to me. A lot of them still ask me how my son is doing because at this church is where my son first played. Oh, wow. Okay. So think about this. Yeah. Wow. Justin at the time was maybe 14. He was living with me in Virginia in Mm -hmm. high school. Mm -hmm. And he was playing at a 1,500-member church every Sunday. Wow. So he was getting exposed to being around musicians that read, yeah, you know, you know, yeah. so his, 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 he was being exposed to a different level of musicianship, mm-hmm. which really helped him where he is now. Yeah. At the same time, I was able to have my boy with me. See what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah. I, 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 I got grafted into a family of helpers. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Who were able to say, yeah. Hey, you want me to take Justin here? Hey, I could run him over to practice if you want me to. Um, I bring him back. Did he eat? Okay, I, I give him something. So I was grateful so to think about this. Yeah, I was brought in as staff mm-hmm. over a ministry of volunteers that became my family, mm-hmm. and started to help me with my son. Yeah, that's good though. But I think that that just that just confirmed what we talked about when we said you are now you are the body of Christ and each one of you is a part of it. You that's a confirming that everything you just talked about confirms the fact that it's not a church thing. Mm-hmm. It's the kingdom mm-hmm. by right. you saying, I'm going to take, okay, I'm going to step into this role, but I'm not going to step into this role with big head. I'm going to step into this role as a servant. And you connected with the other servants in there. All only thing they could do was love you because why you, you didn't come in saying, I'm running things, or I'm just here to get a paycheck. No, I'm I'm here to find family. And that's that's what they that's what that's what came across from the life that you lived in front of them, man. That's dope. That's dope. That's like that's not always 
that's not always seen. You know what I'm saying? But like it's, it confirms it, man. You came in with a kingdom mindset and they already had one, right. even though they were volunteers. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's dope. Right. Right. And so that kind of leads me to um, for pastors to kind of understand when you get to a certain point in your ministry of growth, mm-hmm. you have to evaluate where you are and right. what you what you need to what you need to accomplish. How long will you, how long do you think it would take? I mean, get some good counseling. How long do you yeah. think it would take? Right. And for a work week. Right. right. And can this person that you got coming in on Sunday to do everything, mm. do yeah. that to, to fulfill the things needed, needs of the church during the week? Right, right, you're right. If the answer is no, then you need some help. And Sometimes so- the ministry of helps is staff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, your ministry okay. helps could be staff. I mean, I've heard, I've heard. I mean, I was in a, I'm, I'm, I'm big for TDJ, so I'm in, a, I'm in a room with him. Okay. You know what I mean? Right, and, right. And, and 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 a lot of big preachers, and they would say this to me, and you know, I'm flying the wall. You know, when you, when, <laughs> yeah. when you in these rooms, yeah, you just want to soak it up because yeah. you know that you're around. The, the level of knowledge that mm-hmm. and, and, and and I and I and I and I thank God for the um the bishop at um Calvary Revival Church mm-hmm. who allowed me to be in these spaces with him wow. to be able to hear these conversations. Wow. Um Bishop McBath um I heard them say like I don't need the guy on the camera that's going to start shouting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I need the guy on the camera that's yeah. going to point and focus. Yeah. And worship within. Right. Or that, or I could just hire somebody to just be a cameraman. Right. Because exactly. what's more important is what's that, what he's filming. <laughs> Yep. That touches right. more people. Right. If he if he starts shouting and the camera current turns sideways. <laughs> see what I'm saying? Or, or, or you miss a shot. Or you miss a shot. Somebody's calling him on the on the headphones and he's like, eh, eh, you know what I'm saying? Oh. Right. So when you get to that point, yeah. understand that staffing it still helps. Yeah. It is. I mean. We all work our way through that position. Sure. Before I got hired as a executive mm-hmm. of a church for, for, for over their audio and visual ministry, I was an engineer. Right. right. Before exactly. that, yeah. I was yeah. a musician. Mm-hmm. Before that, I... I was a I was a guy that just came to church and then ushered and and did all that stuff. So understanding what goes on at church is probably it's the most powerful thing. Even even like when we we when we go out, we consult churches. Those of you who don't know, we have a company called Invisible Media Consulting, but we go out and we consult churches. Mm-hmm. The thing that most of these churches understand realize about the people that we do talk to is that we understand church. Right. 
But it's not really it's not a company that right, right. Yeah. gonna hang a speaker here, put this here, put this here, you know how to no 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 no. We want to understand your church and how your service works. So this way right. we can say this equipment's not gonna work for you. Yeah. What yeah. you need is this. Based mm-hmm. on the size of your sanctuary and where your, where your permission is sitting, I think this camera will work better for you. You should probably change these speakers. I probably wouldn't mm-hmm. use these speakers. I would probably use this. Mm-hmm. Because we understand church is yeah. different than having yeah. an AV company just to do AV stuff. Right. We understand church. We understand the ins and the outs of church. We understand what happens before and after, during, during the week. We understand mm-hmm. the workload mm-hmm. that happens as far as when you, when you state what your goals are. We can formulate in our heads and go, it's going to take this, this amount of man hours a week to accomplish that. Right. Right. Pastor, you need some help. Right. Right. And I think that that's, it's, that's an important point to make because a lot of times we, as pastors, you know, the man of God, our man of God is ministering on capacity. has been talking about capacity. And a lot of times we take that word capacity personal. It's, it's a personal word. What about the capacity of your ministry? You don't, because you're the pastor, you don't define and determine the capacity of your ministry or a specific ministry. What com- what defines that capacity is your influence within the confines of that, of that particular area. So if it's media and you have no influence, then you're hindering the capacity. Right. You have to have, you have to have, you have, you have to have hands on, you have to be connected, you have to know what they need. And so I think it's so important that we have a mind as a pastor to say, okay, do we have the capacity to get it done? And if we don't, it's okay to say, we need help. I need somebody to come and supplement until I can't, until, until we can get over this hump, until we can grow, until we can expand and become better. It's okay to say that. But you have to also be in tune with the capacity of that ministry, not just, not just yourself. Right. Right. You know I think that's important. Right. I think it's important to really understand, especially the, the nuances of your church, meaning that what goes on from Monday to Saturday. Yeah. And you have to look at what that looks like. Mm -hmm. Because if, if like a lot, most churches, they're closed on Mondays. Usually they're closed Mm -hmm. on Mondays. Right. Um, And first day of week is Tuesday. So it's usually Tuesday to Sunday, usually. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but what needs to go on during the week? What programs do you have? I know we're in this COVID season and we're still kind of coming out of it. It's not completely 100. It's nowhere near 100%. Let's keep right. it up. Right. Um, so things are things are shifting still. Things are, you know, we're still shifting as we go. Yeah. Um, yeah. What does that really look like? What, what can we get accomplished here? What can we do at home? What can we do mm-hmm. in the office? You know, what kind of workload do I, do I have to give this person? Um, you know, and a lot of times it's maybe you can't afford a full-time person. Right. Maybe you can f- afford a couple of part-timers. Yeah. To help with You're some right. clerical work or whatever, or maybe right. maybe you can afford a couple of couple of teenagers to do your social media. Right. You know what right. I mean? Bring them on and you know, and pay them and, and you know, just yeah. it's so many ways. 
to push the importance of the volunteer by providing a, a talent, a skill, recognizing something in someone and, 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 yeah. and bringing that to the, to the forefront. I think that's more so important to surround yourself with people, passionate people who are passionate about a thing that they want to do in their life and see how you can implement that into, mm-hmm. your, into right. your vision. Because then what happens is, and then what happens is you're not telling people what to do. They, they, they bringing ideas to you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They yeah. run into you. Pastor, 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 I had an idea. Pastor, pastor, how do we do this? We do this, we can do that, we can do this, we can do this and that. But you put them in a place where their passion lies. Yeah. So yeah. let me ask you this question. Is that still helping? Mm. Right. Is it still is it still helping? Right. Yes, right. yes. Yeah. 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 So mm-hmm. understanding that these are all positions that a lot of times people look at the Ministry of Help, it's just like it's free 99. And not sometimes yeah. most of the time majority of the times it is. Mm-hmm. I would say 98% of the times it is, mm-hmm. but when you get to a certain level, you need staff, your staff is helping too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, it's funny, bro, because a lot of times, even though it's it's important, I love the fact that it's it's just the way we celebrate the apostle and the and the the prophets and the people in the quote unquote you know, leadership moves or leadership parts of the church, we need to be celebrating our volunteers as well. Yes. We need to be pouring into them. Our true essential workers. Right, bro. That's who they are. And we need to pour into them. I love the fact that you said if they have a situation that they're trying to get through, don't let it just be, I'm just only, I come off as if I'm only interested in when you're in the church doing my work. It should be, I'm interested in you getting the the things accomplished in your own life because right. what does that do for me? It makes it for one, it makes you lighter when you come to come to do the work. You're right. not your mind, your mind is not boggled and right. you're not you're not distracted. You can focus and it also opens your heart to that pastor. It opens the heart for the church. It it, it awakens things in you. Wait a minute, they don't just want me to push a button. But they stepped into my life to help me in a situation. That makes the most, that, that's the greatest gift that we could ever give them. Don't yeah. just let them come every Sunday, Tuesday, Wednesdays, and just give without you having the heart to pour into them. It has to right. be there. Right. Yeah. Let me give you an even bigger example. An even bigger example. So it's 2000 and nine it's 2009 mm-hmm. it's early in the year mm-hmm. and those of you know I'm, my, my beautiful wife debbie we've been friends for over 30 years mm-hmm. all right mm-hmm. we had we have a great son who is 28 yeah and we've been married for 11 years so if you do the math <laughs> okay Okay, figure that out on your own. (laughs) So God brought us back together when our son was 13. Okay? Yeah. And 
we were trying to, you know, get, get a place to get married and this and went to church and, you know, and it was going to cost us all this money. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the church I worked at said, you can have the church for free. I'll marry you. We see y'all because Debbie right. would come down every other week right. to be with us, you know, because our son was in high school. Exactly. Our son was in high yeah, school, yeah, so she yeah. would travel down on yeah. the weekends, and sometimes me and Justin would drive to New York, and then we'd come back so he can get to school. So as much as Debbie was in New York, she was in Virginia, <laughs> Virginia, like, like twice a month almost. That's awesome. So they were like, marriage counseling, like y'all are the perfect example of trying to make a relationship work. I see your son, I see your walk, I see your wife's walk. Sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So being that the church is in downtown um, Hampton, the courthouses was across the street. <laughs> so we went across the street, got a license. Wow. Got a license for like $15 or something, $30, something like that. <laughs> right. Came back, Gave it to the pastor, signed it. He said, okay, so you're going to get married on this. So we got married on March 9th, 2009, right? At the church I worked at. And then after we we came out, they said, come this way. And we walked into the gymnasium and they redid the entire gymnasium as a reception for us and (laughs) had a catered meal because they had a, they had a, um, they had a, a professional kitchen because they used to do events. Okay. They had a professional, and and the senior ladies put together mm. the the most ridiculous meal, made me made me the the, the best cake you could possibly have, and I had wow. no idea. I had no idea. Ah, that's kingdom. Yeah. And yeah, I was just floored. I was like, "What do you mean, come this way?" And I walked in there, and I see my friends and my family. And, and I was just like, what, uh, how did, what, when did, how? It was just, I was just blown away. My, the audio team, they there doing the sound and, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, so sure. I say all that to say this is that the Ministry of Help just goes past just greeting and, and it goes past just being an usher. The Ministry mm-hmm. of Helps is actually what it says. Yeah. It's to help. Right. Right. So in the capacity of the church body, that's what it is. In the capacity of your church, there are different positions of help that you can be in. Right, right. So this is the stating the importance mm-hmm. of being a helper, no matter what position you're in. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like yep. the executive, the, the executive minister, my mentor, Dr. Joan Parrott, she, she, she could have just said no. Exactly. She was like, no. Come she on. was like, no. I love you. All I love right. your son. I love you. I love Debbie. I right. love Debbie. And if you were, and, and I would pop you beside your head if you was not trying to marry this girl. <laughs> right, and right. we're we're gonna bless you. And like, and, and to the point, it was like. You're never late. You've been here three years, and I can I can think of one time you were late, and you were late like five minutes. And we called and thought something was wrong with you. They called my wife in New York and said, "Is Pete all right? Wow. He's not here." 
I don't wow. see his car in the parking lot. Mm-hmm. I was like, That's- I parked it on the other side. You were here the whole time? Like, yeah. But that goes oh. to show you yeah. the amount yeah. of concern. That was five minutes. I was just in my office. I just didn't come downstairs yeah, yet. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. that goes to show you how right. people, people you, you know how people are watching you, or people, how people yeah. view you. So right. it's not just about the position. It's about the, the, the position of your heart. Mm-hmm. To be yeah. in the Ministry of Helps, no matter where yeah. you are in the world. Right. Yeah. We're all helpers. We are. Helpers of one another, man. Ministries of reconciliation. That's who we are. That means that we go out and we reconcile the world. But how do we do that? By answering the needs of the people, by helping them to meet and reach the place that they need to be. It's, man, that's awesome, bro. That's that's absolutely awesome. How God met you in a need because you came to the table and said, I'm going to be excellent. I'm going to be seen. I'm going to do and give everything that I got. And they saw that, you know what I'm saying? And I think that that's a, that's a, that's a key point. See your volunteers. See the volunteers. Don't just see the work. Right, see the volunteers and like, well, if you have staff, pastors, department leaders, do something special with someone this week. Yeah. This, show your appreciation. Yeah. Do something special with someone in your department this week and take the time out to, to, to go out of your way. You, you'd be surprised how far it will go. Mm-hmm. You'd be mm-hmm. surprised. So that's my mandate to you, whoever's listening. Um, yep. Do something. Do something nice for someone else this week. Yeah. Yeah, so there you have it. Sunday. I mean, that's not Sunday school. That's the message. That's the message. <laughs> that's the Episode message. number sixty-four. Um, yeah. The importance of the volunteer. Yeah. Uh, we got a special guest. I gotta go get him. <laughs> I gotta go get him. Ah, uh, someone we ain't seen in a minute, man. I'm so looking forward to this brother. You know, I, I I think it's going to be a great time. I, I also want to backtrack a little bit and thank you guys for being part of this podcast, man. Continually supporting us, constantly sending emails and um, just letting us know to keep up the good work. You know, keep your eyes open. There are a lot of things that's coming. We got a newsletter that's coming. Oh, out. look on Happening. Look oh. Oh Lord, have mercy! Ah, Let me let you, let you puzzle, let you. Oh, I got got my hat East Duke there, boy. I got my hat East Duke. You know what that? Yeah, I got my hat East Duke. No, you know what East Duke mean, boy? You know East mean? This is no, 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 no. Look at him. No, no, now, 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 now. Ace is a hill. Okay, Duke is a hill. I'm H dudes. So I'm like, I'm part H, part dudes. I'm H dudes. That's good. You know what I'm saying? That's what they said yeah, back yeah. in my day. Back in my day, we bought that thing H dude. Wow. H dude. Pretty told me you 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 missed me, man. Huh? Pretty said you y'all miss me something terrible, Yeah, man. It's been a minute, man. How you been there, boy? How you been? 
Yeah, you, you ain't got no grandkids or nothing, no, 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 no new babies. I got great grandbabies, boy. Oh, baby, boy, you don't know nothing about that right now. I don't know nothing about that. You were right. I like them turkey wings, boy. Turkey wings, that's what I like. But <laughs> great, oh, Lord. Watch the, the broken glasses. Don't break the glasses. Glass there, boy. All right. I ain't doing that. Oh, doing well, sir. Doing well. Doing well. That's God bless your heart. God that's bless God your awesome. heart. God bless your heart and your, your, your children. Your children's good. Children doing great. Children doing great. You know, I'm trying to keep them from putting stuff on the ceiling, but children doing real oh, good. All right, you tell, you tell, them, you tell them about the Browns say hello and doing But now, 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 printer told me y'all won't be back for that for that thirty second thing. Yeah, it's 30 30, forty nine seconds. What are you on? Forty nine. It's forty. Do what you want, but we we call it thirty seconds. It's thirty. You know. I think I wrote that thing down. No, hold up, let me get my pen here. <laughs> Thirty-three-zero. Three-zero. Thirty-zero. Three, zero. Gone. Thirty seconds. All right. He said yes. I got five questions. Okay. Okay. So here we go. Yes, sir. Thirty nine. I mean thirty. I mean thirty second and gone. Ah. <laughs> just say what you say. <laughs> Question number one. Let me see if I can Is that question number one? Mm-hmm. Name the first Christian album you ever purchased. That means you bought, spent your money on nickels and dimes. Uh, cross Movement. Uh, what's the name? Was it Cross the Cipher? I think the album was the Cipher Cross Movement. It was a rap. Cross Movement. Cross Movement. Baby, yep. you know what Cross Movement? I went to cross to the moon. Cross moon. Yeah, that, that was Jesus. Cross moon. Cross. That's not yeah, the man. song. I thought that was a song, boy. I thought that. I thought. I thought man, I, I thought that Justin Fry sang that thing. Ain't Justin Fry sang that thing? <laughs> I think so. Otis yeah. Reddy. Who said Otis Reddy had a song back in the day? Cross moon. Okay. Right. Number two. <laughs> you know Cody Otis Reddy. I'm going back. What is uh, your the favorite record store? Let me read this thing. Your your favorite record store back in the day? H and B Records. H and B. H and B. Yep. H- I used H- to work there. H M B or H and B. H M B. His master's voice. His master voice. voice. Like a Christian record store. It sounds like a Christian record store, but his master voice. He sold it. His master's voice. Yeah. that thing. Well, they sold they, they sold that doodle brown and that thing there too. <laughs> Unfortunately, they sell it. <laughs> I don't know what master he was talking about there, boy. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. They had many masters. All right. Yeah. We gonna go. I know. I know you saw that. Um. You heard about that versus thing, boy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That oh was, boy, that boy Jada. Oh. That boy Jada, boy. I tell you, I, <sighs> I know his boy, name. Yeah. Boy, what's up? I go, so I got my I got my own version of verses. Okay. I got my own version of verses. Okay. I'm, All right. On one side, I got Wendy Houston. Okay. On the other side, I got Mariah. Who you got? <laughs> Watch out, now. Who you got, boy? So I'm, I'm doing verses. Whitney Houston versus Mariah. That's right. 
This ain't no, this ain't no set. This ain't, this ain't no. Whitney Houston all day, all day. Whitney Houston. You let that, you let, you let them dead. Yeah. All right. Question number four. Okay. Favorite book in the Bible written by Paul, not Saul. Favorite book in the Bible written by Saul. Saul ain't wrote nothing. You know he wrote nothing. The Bible written by Paul would have to be Romans. Romans. I yes, thought you might have said Galatian or what I'm not what he what he shared with the Roman church, especially for me, my walk with God, man, it it spoke to a lot of my issues. You know what I'm saying? So when I was growing as a Christian, that book really helped me a lot. You know, yes, sir. Amen. Amen. I went I went to Rome once. I went to Rome once and the book wasn't there when I got there. I don't know what happened. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I had to bring my own Roman with me. I was roaming around. Just roaming around. <laughs> yeah. I know about that roaming around. Oh, I got you, boy. I got you. I, yeah, yeah. I got him, boy. Oh, maybe I got that boy. I got that boy. All right. All right. <laughs> I almost had a public petition, though. Public petition now. Really? Okay. Last question there, boy. Yes, sir. Harlem Shake or the WAP? Oh, man. Oh, yeah, I hit a nerve. You hear that, boys and girls? I hit a nerve. Mm-hmm. For what you got? Man? For creativity's sake, Harlem Shake over the WAP. Okay. Or being a Bronx site, the why? All right. I'll give you a little history lesson there, boy. <laughs> no history. Now, the Harlem Shake uh-huh. was created at the Rucker Park by this dude named Cisco. Now, Cisco, really? yeah, Cisco used to walk on the coat. He would be a little tipsy. He would be an alcoholic, that dude. Seriously? And he would walk on the coat, and that's how he danced. And he went up, and, and that's and then the uh, little kids took and imitated it. And it's really Cisco from the Harlem High, you know. Oh, oh, so if, wow. you, if you look at old tapes from the Rucker from the from the eighties and the nineties, yeah, in the two yeah. thousands, you see Cisco, and that's how he danced. He would walk on the coat. Uh, he would walk on the coat and do that thing, and the little kids took it, and took it, and don't never. Now the WAP uh-huh. was created by a guy named B. Fat lived in my lived mm-hmm. up the street from me. Yep. And one of the announcers at the Rucker, my good friend Al B, they was all in a group together. But there it is. Y'all know I got that hip hop history, boy. <laughs> I got that hip hop history. I know, I know. Y'all didn't know I knew that's the Y'all did not know. He said, How I know that's so true. I wasn't always in the church. I know. God found me on the basketball court. I was dribbling the ball. Right. I was dribbling the ball, and the whole that goat got in the uh-huh. ball. And I said, <laughs> And I shot in the hole, and the Lord said, Come on down here, boy. And yeah, I came on down to the church house, and that's why I came there with my ball. Wow. wow. Got it. Stuff in the corner, filled with the Holy Ghost. Got the ball for one. Got a Holy Ghost basketball. Uh-huh. Holy Ghost basketball. That's what I got. That's, That's it. Right. I got for 30 seconds and gone, boy. 
Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's all I got. All right. So you be Thank blessed. Thank you so very much, sir. You be blessed and have a marvel. You know, y'all, y'all, y'all be holding out, man. <laughs> Why are we holding out, sir? What y'all, you y'all, y'all, y'all invite me back every, bring you three, in more? every three months or so. Nah, we got to we got to, we got to take it up. We got to bring you in some more, sir. For sure. I want to come on here, but y'all got a guest. Okay, shock him. He like, <laughs> ah, that'd be he like, who the hell is that? Oh, excuse me. <laughs> who the hell is that? Who the hell? Oh, Lord Jesus. Let me get out of here before I custody. Oh, Lord. You have a blessed one there, boy. You too, sir. Watch out now. You too. Bless you. Hilarious. Now, it's funny. I'm happy that you got to present for that. I never knew that about sister. I wonder if people have, because today they still do. Hey, the best Brown crazy, man. Hey, best. Huh? Best Brown crazy, man. Yo, he crazy, man. Yo, well, he talked about the Cisco. I wonder if people still talking about that. You weren't here. Cisco was supposedly was an alcoholic at the Rutgers. He was. actually created the Harlem Shake. Created the Harlem Shake. He would walk onto the court. That's and he was crazy. And, and, I'll I'll send you a clip. I have a clip. I'll show it to you. That's crazy, bro. He would walk into the court, and it was kids that were imitating him. It was really, that's how he danced. Wow. That's amazing. And they would imitate him, and that became the Harlem Shake. Wow. So I can can send you a clip of him doing it. Yeah, 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 yeah. and And the kids coming behind him doing it. Wow. Yeah, that's how it was created. That's amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. Wow. Today you have it, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. We're going to thank our special yeah, guest, Pastor Brown. Pastor Brown. Show, showing us some love and um, yeah, yeah. Um, laughter. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. laughter is good for the bones. Yes, sir. And yes, sir. Good for your bones and your knees. You can do like we always say, keep God first in everything you do. I'll see you next time on the Church Sound Podcast. Yep.